morning and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson and I welcome you guys back into this broadcast. Listen, we are continuing on with 52 weeks of healing and deliverance and by the grace of God, we are on week 29. Hallelujah. So I just praise and I thank the Lord God Almighty for every message, for every word, for uh, just for the healing of our hearts and our minds and for the captives that he has set free. Hallelujah. I thank him for how he has washed and cleansed us with his word this year. And you know what? I'm going to go back and listen to all of these broadcasts, which I do anyway. Um, but I encourage you to go back and just continue to to listen and, and see what the Holy Spirit reveals to you uh, again and again, you know, as we continue on uh, on our 52 week journey of healing and deliverance. Hallelujah. And so tonight, listen, um, this message tonight, this 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 story in scripture um touches me in the depths of my soul um, every time I encounter this this woman in this situation it touches me to the depths of my soul hallelujah and if you will for tonight I want to provide by way of the Holy Spirit some instructions for the distressed soul hallelujah God's got instructions for the distressed soul because you know a lot of times we find ourselves in situations where we're like God I didn't ask for this you know I didn't ask for this Lord and um I need you to I need you to step in hallelujah God is faithful God is merciful and he steps in on time you know right when we need him he is not unaware he hears the prayers of the saints and he is working on your behalf. So I, my prayer tonight is that we will be encouraged in the Lord. Um, and not only that, but that the distress and, and the weight within our soul, that is uh, within our mind and our heart concerning, you know, the, the things that are happening uh, in our lives. Hallelujah. May the Holy Spirit begin to ease all of those things and bring forth a mighty release in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Father God, I thank you tonight for an opportunity to share with your people, Lord, as we abide in your presence in this hour. Holy Spirit, teach us. Holy Spirit, give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can know you better, Lord God. Set every captive free in the name of Jesus and may every heavy weight be lifted off of our souls tonight in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. If you will, go with me to the book of 2 Kings. We're going to be reading from 2 Kings and we'll be in the fourth chapter. And there is um, a a lot of amazing things that we see happening um, in how the father is using Elisha, excuse me, how God is using Elisha uh, to minister to the people. And um, you know what? We serve the Lord of hosts. Okay. He says, I am the same today, yesterday and forevermore. And I I just declare today, just as sure as the Lord God almighty accomplished mighty works through Elisha. 
hallelujah he's accomplishing mighty works today in this 21st century may every weight be lifted tonight hallelujah off of our souls off of your soul in the name of jesus amen so let's get to these instructions instructions for the distressed soul uh second kings chapter four i want to start reading at verse eight and we're going to be looking at the shunammite uh woman and uh, hallelujah seeing uh how god worked through elisha how he used her uh and in the outcomes hallelujah of the situation there is um some very clear instructions that i see by way of the holy spirit um in how to deal with situations where we are greatly greatly distressed amen so i've got some hair in my eye i apologize y'all but amen hallelujah so here we go verse number eight And the word of the Lord says, Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem, where there was a notable woman. Hallelujah. And she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was, as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. And she said to her husband, Look now. I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly, okay? Please, let us make a small upper room, hallelujah, on the wall. And let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be that whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. Hallelujah. This is a a, a great act of service that the Shunammite woman is executing on behalf of the holy man of God. Okay, she says, uh, goes to her husband and asks him for permission. Can we establish a place of rest for him? in our home you know since he passes through here regularly can we house him when he passes through hallelujah i believe tonight that this woman is taking care of the things of god hallelujah she is opening up her home and she's yielding herself hallelujah in this act of service saying listen you you don't have to just stop in and eat but you can stop in and stay take your rest here abide here in this place i believe that great comfort came to this woman uh when the holy man of god abided with them uh uh talked with them fellowshiped with them in their home this woman hallelujah is taking care of the things of god and we know that the word of the lord says what It says, seek first the kingdom, hallelujah, and all of these things will be added unto you, you know, and and it's just amazing how this woman is, this is, this is, it's, it's not to some, some would say it's not a big thing, but it really is a big thing because a lot of people aren't comfortable opening up their homes, you know, Uh, but what she is doing is making space for the kingdom of God 
in her house. Hallelujah. And so I want to say to you tonight, um, as, as the Holy Spirit issues out these instructions, make room for the kingdom of God in your house. Set aside a sacred place okay where you go to and you get but you 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 meet with the holy spirit you meet with jesus christ hallelujah make space in your home that is sacred that you go into and it is a place where you abide with the holy spirit and just spend time with him this is very important in all of our homes we should establish we should have established places where we meet with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Where he, uh, he, he visits us and he can sit with you and sup with you. Yeah. He's with us all the time because he lives in us. He does abide with us, but there is something to be said about having a sacred space in your home that is dedicated, uh, for communion with the holy spirit amen and so that's that's the first instruction ensure that you establish that space in your home amen let us continue to read the word of the lord says and it happened one day that he came there and he turned in uh, to the upper room and he lay down there when he had called her she stood before him uh and he said to him say now to her Say now to her, look, you've been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? You see, so the man of God wants to do something for her. He wants to be a blessing to her. He's saying, surely, you know, because you are been been so you've been so kind and you've opened up your home, you know, he wants to be able to do something uh, for this woman to show his gratitude um, to her. And so he's asking her, what can I do for you? And this is where we see, you know, when we seek the kingdom of God, when we make space for the things um, that, that support the kingdom of God, right? All other things are added, you know? And so the man is saying, what do you need? You know, what do you want? How can I support you? Hallelujah. And this is how God works. When we take care of the things of God, he'll make sure that we have sufficiency in all things. He said, what? All these things will be added unto you. Just seek first the kingdom. Hallelujah. And this is what we see happening here when Elisha is asking her, listen, I want to do something for you. I want to do, should I speak to the king for you? Should I speak to the commander of the army for you? What can I do for you? Because you've been so kind. Hallelujah. Listen to me, people of God. Hallelujah. Um, We're going to keep reading. The word of the Lord says, she answered him. I dwell among my own people. Okay. So he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, okay, this is Elisha's um, helper. Uh, Gehazi answered, he says, actually, she has no son 
and her husband is old. Then he said, hallelujah, Elisha said, by this time or about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. Hallelujah. Whew. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. Listen, she's like, don't, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that if it's not so. Okay. And so verse 17 says, but the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time uh, had come of which Elisha had told her. And so Gehazi points out the, the, the blessing that she needs because, you know, she's up in age and her husband is old also. And um, Gehazi acknowledges the fact that this woman doesn't have a son. If her husband dies, who's going to care for her? Okay. And so while, you know, she didn't identify a need, hallelujah, God says all these things will be added. And he's able to add to our lives, even those things that we don't acknowledge before him. Hallelujah. And so even as it was that Elijah had spoken to her, she conceived. Hallelujah. And she had a son. Listen to me, people of God. We're going to keep reading because we'll see, we'll see a very important turn of events. And the word of the Lord says, verse 18, and the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to his father, to the reapers. And he said to his father, my head, my head. Okay. So he said to a servant, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon. Hallelujah. He sat on her knees till noon. Then he died. Didn't see that one coming. He sat on her knees till noon. Then he died. Now watch carefully what the woman does. Verse 21 says, And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. She shut the door upon him and went out. Okay. Listen to me, people of God. Verse 22. Then she called to her husband, hallelujah, and said, Please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. Okay, verse 23. So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. He was trying to get insight. He wanted to know what was going on. Listen to what she says. Uh, Hallelujah. She says, and she said, it is well. It is well. Verse 24. Then she saddled up a donkey and said to her servant, servant, drive and go forward. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you, like get there and get there fast. Hallelujah. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, look, the Shunammite woman, 
Verse 26, he says, please run now to meet her and say to her, is it well with you? So Gehazi goes out to meet her. Elisha says, when you get to her, ask her, is it well with you? Okay. Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? He's checking on everybody, right? And so the word of the Lord says, and she answered Gehazi saying, it is well. Now, when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet, but Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, let her alone for her soul is in deep distress. Hallelujah. And the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Hallelujah. Listen, he said, leave her alone for her soul is in deep distress. And the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Hallelujah. And so she said, did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, get yourself ready and take my staff in your hand and be on your way. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if anyone greets you, do not answer him, but lay my staff on the face of the child. Verse 30 says, and the mother of the child said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. Listen, the one was like, I'm coming for something and I'm not leaving until I get it. She says, I will not leave you. So he arose and followed her. Verse 31 says, now Gehazi went on ahead of them and laid the staff on the face of the child, but there was neither voice nor hearing. Therefore, he went back to meet him and told him saying, the child has not awakened. Hallelujah. So Gehazi went ahead, lays, lays Elisha's rod on the face of the child, the child does not wake up and so he makes haste to go back and, and report and let him know what has happened listen to me people of God verse 32 says when Elisha came into the house there was a child lying dead on his bed he went in therefore shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord and he went up and lay on the child. Hear me, people of God. He went up and lay on the child and put his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself out on the child and the flesh of the child became warm. Hallelujah. Hear me, people of God. 35 says he returned and he walked back and forth in the house. And again, he went up and stretched himself out on him. Then the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. Hallelujah. And he called Gehazi and said, call the Shunammite woman. And so we called her. And when she came into him, he said, pick up your son. So she went in fell at his feet and bowed down to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. Hallelujah. This is an amazing, an amazing story. 
And it's not a story from the standpoint of his fiction. Listen to me, people of God. These are the the accurate events and uh, uh, accounts that people had with the Lord of hosts, with the Lord God Almighty. And listen, when our soul is in deep distress, God is concerned. Hallelujah. When our soul is weighted down and we're burdened down with so many cares, so many things that we're concerned about, God is concerned. And so as I meditated on these scriptures, these verses, the Holy Spirit has provided for us instructions tonight. Hallelujah. Listen to me, people of God. When your soul is in deep distress, the Lord God Almighty says, you must block every interference, block out every interference, okay? We notice blocking, strategic blocking on both sides. That is um, on the woman's, the Shunammite woman's side and on Elisha's side. The, the woman immediately takes the child. And he brings the child into the seat. She brings her child into the upper room, the sacred place. Hallelujah. And and, 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 and listen to me. This is what we do when we are uh, distressed in spirit and when we are weighed down in our hearts. I don't care what it is you're concerned about, concerned about your children. Hallelujah. Concerned about the current state of affairs in our world. Concerned about the youth. Concerned about the community. Concerned about the church. Concerned about the leadership. Concerned about your marriage. I don't care what it is. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit says, bring that weight into the secret place. Bring those burdens into the secret place. Bring them into the consecrated area. Hallelujah. In your home. And that is exactly what this woman did. Her That room was set apart. Hallelujah. For kingdom work. And so she grabs her son. The baby is dead. And she picks him up and he she brings him into a sacred place. This is how we ought to handle all of our problems. And so once we bring it, uh, the problem, the issue, in her instance, it is her child. It is her baby. This is the problem. He is dead. And so she brings him into a sacred place. Now watch this. She closes the door. She blocks. Hallelujah any interferences by closing the door. Not only did she close the door, but Elisha closes the door when he and Gehazi go into the room. There can be no interferences. Listen, when when God is working on your behalf, okay, when you are trusting God to do something that seems impossible, and you don't even know how this thing is going to work, how God is going to do it. You've got to block interference because, listen to me, everybody does not believe the way you believe. And this woman understood that. See, she's like, I didn't set this in motion. The man of God gave me this child. I didn't ask for him. 
Hallelujah. The Lord God added unto me. And because he added unto me, listen, this situation that I have on my hands, I'm bringing it back to him. I'm putting it back in his lap. I'm going to lay this child. I'm going to lay my child on the bed of the man of God and I'm going to get him. I'm going to shut this door because I don't need my husband going in here because I can't have any interferences. Blocking interferences is blocking the gateways to doubt. Hallelujah. Because when God is working on your behalf, there is no space for doubt. Scripture is clear on this. The word of the Lord tells us to believe and not doubt. And sometimes shutting the door behind us. Hallelujah. And simply saying, when when her husband asked her, um, why are you going to see the man of God today? What did she say? It is well. Hallelujah. And so the the, the door is closed. The, The closure of the door represents blocking out interferences, okay? And so when we are deeply distressed and we're bringing that thing to the Lord God Almighty, we've got to block out interferences. Not only must we block out uh, any interferences, but we must block interactions. Hallelujah. Listen to me. When When the Shunammite woman got on her horse, what did she say to her servant? She said, listen to me. I want you to drive. I want you to ride and you go fast. Hallelujah. And you don't stop until you get there. We're not interacting with anybody. We're not talking with nobody. We're going to go from here to there without interference and without interaction. Okay. Listen to me. When, when life throws critical circumstances your way, you don't have time and you don't have space for interacting and for foolishness, you know, or just petty conversation. Because what's going on in your life is critical. And so if people aren't speaking to faith, if people aren't speaking from a place of faith, if people aren't speaking life, you know, you have to block them out. And so this woman is like, go drive. And not only that, but we see the same instruction coming from Elisha. When Elisha sends Gehazi ahead of him, what does he tell him? When If somebody salutes you, don't salute. If somebody speaks to you, don't speak back. What do you do? You're blocking Hallelujah. Every interaction. There's not going to be any interaction. We're going from here to there and we're operating in total obedience to the Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, people of God. Everybody does not believe the way you believe. Everybody doesn't believe the way you believe. And so when you let the doubters in, mm, mm, mm. when you let the doubters in, you're putting yourself in a less than optimal situation okay sometimes you 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 got you've got to shut them out okay those who you know don't have the level of faith needed for what you're up against don't bring them into your stuff okay this is the instruction of the holy spirit he says so you've got to block you've got to block the interferences and the interactions. And in doing so, you setting a guard against the seeds of doubt that other people uh, will sow uh, into your life or the seeds of doubt that other people will sow or drop in concerning the situation. Listen to me, people of God. Not only must we block interferences and interactions, but we've got to block words. Hallelujah. The, there will only um, 
the only thing that the Shunammite woman said to her husband when he asked, she didn't say our son died, <laughs> right? Because she wasn't claiming that. She wasn't laying hold of that. She wasn't holding on to that. She said, this is not my portion. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And sometimes you just have to decide within yourself. This is not my portion. So I'm bringing this thing into the secret place. I've got every, every, every person, every word blocked that would attempt to infiltrate my life and cause me to doubt or question whether or not God is able or whether or not he is willing. I know he is able and I know he is willing. And because I do, I'm bringing this before him. Hallelujah. And my confession right now is it is well. Hallelujah. So she doesn't speak to the situation to her husband as she sees it. She speaks hallelujah to the situation for what it shall be. It is well. She said, I didn't ask for this baby. God gave me this baby. And I told the man of God, don't lie to me. Hallelujah. And because I know that this is a holy man of God, I'm taking this problem back to him. Hallelujah. So that I can bring a a, a proper solution (laughs) to this issue and to this problem. Listen to me. It is well, because everything that God gives, God is able to sustain. Hallelujah. If the Lord joined the marriage together, he's able to sustain it. The children that he has given to you, he is able to sustain it. Trust and only believe God and not doubt. Listen to me, people of God, we've got to block out all of these interferences and these interactions with people who err on the side of doubt rather than erring on the side of faith. And we've got to block people's words. The only word that this woman released was it is well. Hallelujah. Not only that, when Elisha sees her coming and he sends Gehazi to ask her, what does he ask her? Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? What is a woman's response? It is Well, listen, regardless of the weight in her heart, regardless of how burdened down she is, regardless of how she is feeling and what's brewing and stewing in the realm of her soul, this woman does not change her confession. Her one and only confession is it is well. And so I ask you tonight, what is your confession? What is your confession concerning that situation? Hallelujah. Are you standing on an it is well. I don't care what it looks like. It is well. Hallelujah. And this is the space that we've got to get to. These are the instructions from the Holy Spirit. He says, block every interference, block every interaction. Don't let any doubt in. If people don't speak the same thing you speak, you don't speak to them. Keep them out of your stuff. Hallelujah. Shut the door on the problem and let it be between me and you. Hallelujah. Listen to me, people of God. That was the only word that went out. She said it as well. Hallelujah. And that was the word that she was standing on, that God was able, hallelujah, to make it well. Listen to me, people of God. The Holy Spirit says, whatever that thing is, whatever that weight is, that that major weight, that, that problem, that situation, he says, bring it under 
my authority. Bring it under his authority. Okay. It's got to be brought under his authority. Okay. When Elisha sends Gehazi to the Shunammite woman's house, his instruction to her is what? Lay the rod on the child's face. Right. And so he goes and he does just that. He lays the rod, you know, on top of the baby, on, on the child's face. And the, and, 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 and the rod represents authority, right? Um, and so he's obedient. He does what he's supposed to do. But the baby does not get up. Okay. Hallelujah. And so Elisha. He understands the authority of the Lord God Almighty. And so Gehazi comes back and he tells him, listen, the baby is not up. Hallelujah. And so Elisha is continues to move forward, um, coming to the Shunammite woman's house. Scripture says he goes in and he closes the door and prays. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're bringing this thing, we're bringing these weights under the authority of the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. We're praying. We're praying in faith. We're believing in what we're not doubting. And we have every interference blocked out. Hallelujah. Every interaction blocked out. This thing is completely in the hands of the Almighty. Now watch this. Watch how Elisha responds. And it's, a, it's an interesting thing that he does. Okay. He, uh, and, 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 and before I even say this, watch this. It, it made me think about going back in, into the first seven verses where he's talking about the widow's oil. You know, when the widow had the situation where she, you know, her husband is dead and she's like, listen, the creditors are coming. They're about to take my sons away. And um, what does Elisha say to her? He says, she, he says, what do you have? Right. She says, I don't have anything but a little bit of oil. That's all she have left. They don't have anything but a little bit of oil. Hallelujah. And, and so the takeaway from this is use what you have. God will use what you have. And so that was the reason why he sent the rod for as a symbol of authority. Bring the baby under this symbol of authority. He was using what he had. Yeah. But the baby did not get back up yet. And so he comes into the room. Hallelujah. He begins to pray. And as he pray, I know he's receiving instructions from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is saying, use what you have. And he's like pacing that floor. And he's like, what is it that I have? (laughs) I put the rod on the baby. The baby didn't get up. You know, that's what I have. He was trying to use what he had. Same instruction, same thing he, um, he, same thing he did when he was working with the widow. He used what she had. And so I can imagine that even as he's standing in this situation and he knows he's got to do something, he knows that the situation is critical. And he says, what is it that I have? And then finally it clicks. The rod couldn't do it. And so what does Elisha do? Elisha stretches himself out on the baby. Hallelujah. He gets eye to eye with the baby, nose to nose, mouth to mouth. He's stretched out on this baby. Now, why did he stretch out on the baby? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He stretches out on the baby because he's using what he has. We know at the very beginning and opening of these passages of scripture, the woman identifies him as a holy man of God. Hallelujah. So he's like, okay, God, I got to use what I have. He said, I am. When I, he said, who was I when I showed up the first time? I was a holy man 
of God. Hallelujah. And so as a holy man of God who carries a great anointing over himself, he lays himself out over this baby. Hallelujah. Why? Because he knew, hallelujah, that if he came close enough to this child, that the anointing, that the power of the Holy Spirit would swallow up death. (laughs) Hallelujah. And that is exactly what happened. The word of the Lord says, listen to me. The word of the Lord says he went up and lay on the child. He put his mouth on his mouth his eyes on his eyes, his hands on his hands. He put all, the Lord said, use what you have. He put all of himself on this child because he knew that he was a holy anointed man of God. Hallelujah. And that everything that God was doing through him was by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so he, when it clicked, he realized if I lay myself on this child, Hallelujah. This same anointing, this same anointing, this anointing, the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, Lord most high, will swallow up (laughs) death in the name of Jesus. And that is what we see happen. The first thing happened was the baby's body became warm. He gets up. He walks the floor. What else do I have? He didn't have anything else. He used the rod. The rod didn't work. And so what did he have? He had him. He lays on the baby one more time in the name of Jesus. And what happens? The baby sneezes seven times and the baby awakes. Listen to me, people of God. The Lord God Almighty says, I want to consume every problem in your life. Hallelujah. I want to consume every problem. This weight in your heart. He said, I want, I want to consume that. I, I, want to, I want to just take all of that away. Hallelujah. Because I love you. This is what the Lord God Almighty wants to do for us. And this is why we must, hallelujah, get into the secret place. Block out all of the, inst- the distractions and the interactions and just bring that stuff, bring our cares, bring our concerns to the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Lay them at the foot of the cross and let only one word be established. It is well. Whatever the Lord places in your heart. Hallelujah. No, it is well. God says he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask a thing. Listen, he says, you, you can't even begin to, your mind can't even fathom what I'm capable of, not even just capable of, but what I want to do, what I will to do in your life. It is not the Lord's will for us to be distressed. Listen, this woman said, I didn't ask for this. She said, I didn't ask for this. And I think that's where a lot of us are. A lot of us are in that space where we say, Lord, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for these problems, but this is on my doorstep. Lord God Almighty, 
I need you. And I dare you to begin to follow these instructions right here. I dare you to block out every interference, to block out all interactions, to just put up, close the door on doubt, close the door on insecurity, close the door on anything contrary. Hallelujah to the yes and the amen that God has already promised us. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Block it out. Block out every other word and know that it is well. Bring every problem under the authority of the Lord most high. And listen, lay prostrate before the Lord and ask him to consume it in the name of Jesus. I promise you he will. These are the instructions from the Holy Spirit. Use what you have. And if all you got is you, that's what you got. Hallelujah. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. Hallelujah. And thy biddeth me to come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. I come just as I am. And that's how God wants us. He wants us to come just as we are. Hallelujah. He is an almighty consuming fire and he wants to consume every problem in your life. He's got, if you got problems, he's got solutions and he has got answers. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your word tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you for your divine instructions, Lord Jesus. Remind us, Father, to block out every interference and every interaction, Father God, that would bring us or lead us to doubt what you're able to do, Lord Jesus. Establish your word on our tongue that it is well because you love us, Lord Jesus, and that the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and amen, Father. And so we receive it tonight in the name of Jesus, Lord. We bring every problem in our life, Lord God, under your authority tonight, Holy Spirit. We ask that you would just be, uh, you are the consuming fire, Father. Hallelujah. We ask that you would just consume every weight tonight in our heart, Lord. Consume every problem. Hallelujah. In, In our life, Lord God, bring forth solutions in the name of Jesus, Father God. Even as you brought the Shunammite woman's son back to life, we know, Father God, that there is nothing too hard for you, Lord Jesus. And so, Father God, we just bring every issue, every care, every concern in our family, Lord God, concerning our children, Lord God, we bring it to you in the name of Jesus. Concerning the church, Father God, we bring those problems to you in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Every problem, Lord God, even just confronting the nation, Hallelujah. We bring it to you in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Hallelujah. We need you, Lord Jesus. No other help we know. And we thank you, Lord, that you care and that you are concerned about us, Lord God. Let every problem and every issue and the weight attached to them be consumed by your Holy Spirit, Lord God. We will walk and we will stand in confidence from this day forward because you are able and you are willing. We declare tonight, Lord, that it is well in jesus name i pray amen this is abide forever my name is dr ebony robinson thank you guys for tuning in and until next time be blessed